1: What's up, guys? And welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast.
1: That's right. It's episode 189. I am Alex.
0: And I'm Christina.
1: And we are going to bring to you today Killer Crocodile and
0: Killer Crocodile 2.
1: These are the Italian schlocky. Woof. Interesting creature feature films from 1989 and 90 that were shot back to back intentionally. (laughs) And one of them is so bad it's good. So S big territory here, guys. So you should be excited about that. And both of these movies are on Tubi for free with oh, ads. Oh, that's you know.
0: good to know. Yeah,
1: so if you guys have Tubi, you don't know what that is, it's an app that you can get on your phone, it's an app you can get on your TV or, you know, like PS4, Xbox, wherever, Apple even, I think, has it. So you can use it pretty much anywhere. And uh, search up Killer Crocodile from 1989 and Killer Crocodile 2 from 1990, so...
0: If you're interested after we talk about it. Yeah, which
1: is going to be a lot of fun, guys. So I got a lot of really cool trivia about it because there's some people that are involved in these movies that are something else. These, there's some legends in here, really. So <laughs> I'm
0: excited to hear what you have to say cuz I heard you screaming about it. Yeah, like there was
1: some pretty crazy stuff in it. But how are you doing this week?
0: I have to tell you. Okay. I have not watched the Bill and Ted trailer yet and oh. I I'm, I'm trying not to.
1: Yeah, I've been uh I've been watching a lot of trailers lately because I've been doing a lot of YouTube videos. So I've been trying to watch them so I've been kind of keeping YouTube in my feed a lot. Uh-huh. And I get notified. So I'm really excited about the new Bill and Ted.
0: I'm excited too, but and that's why I don't want to watch trailer i want to go into it with like
1: it. it's not a spoilerific trailer you care. should just watch it because I, it's like a teaser and then not watch the rest of them
0: no no i'm okay i'm good i'm already gonna watch the yeah, movie weird. it's a huge part of my life for
1: somebody that doesn't want things spoiled so much you always tend to spoil oh. movies when we talk about them oh well that's different <laughs> oh for them it's okay <laughs> different. but not for you not know, for you okay you're above that
0: yeah i am <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just giving you shit
0: most people are gonna watch these movies anyways so
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah but you know one of them at least I think most people should probably watch and if you enjoy that you know We'll get into that later. Sorry, I'm already jumping into it.
0: Yeah, you are (laughs) spoiling now, bitch. By the (laughs) way,
1: guys, if you haven't shared this episode, please do with somebody that you think would enjoy this or with your friends or wherever you can. Any of the support that you give us really does help reach more individuals like yourself to get the support and the encouragement to keep going, because if it wasn't for you guys, we really probably would just, I don't know, do it anyway, even if it was just shouting into a mic that wasn't recording. But it's fun and I enjoy it. And I love it, and I hope you guys do too. So, if you do enjoy what we do each week, help us reach more people because it's it really does mean a lot. So, we got some new YouTube videos up on the fucking YouTube too. I did some reviews of Becky and uh, you had a hole? warning: do not play. Right. Uh, I had a video haul, too, for, like, a bunch of new movies that I picked up during the pandemic. It was a pandemic haul, I should have called it, but I was afraid YouTube would, like, block it from being seen from anybody. Turns out nobody wanted to watch it anyway, so... (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, guys, if you haven't followed the YouTube, um, probably going to get to the point where we can actually get monetized for it, which just means that it will probably be, you know, a, a, like a trailer or commercial or something in the beginning of it, which really does a little bit at a time, help us pay for everything that we do here. So anyway, guys, we got a great episode for you today. So I hope you'll stick around for both movies that we talk about. We'll be breaking down both of them uh, and, you know, doing our typical BTV treatment with a lot of great trivia. So, So I think it might be that time. What
0: time is it? Horse shots!
1: Alright guys, so today we're going to be doing a shot based on the movie Killer Crocodile. So the first one in particular, because we get introduced to one of the most amazing characters and crocodile hunters. And no, we're not talking about Crocodile Dundee. We're talking about Cold Joe.
0: Cold Joe.
1: Cold Joe. (laughs) So Cold Joe, who the fuck is that? Well, that's the guy that's in the movie that hunts down this crocodile, and it is a big crocodile at that. And he's somewhat of a cold feller uh we just thought it'd be funny to do a shot based on cold joe so what's in it
0: so since it's a joe it's a coffee shot yes so i got this clever (laughs) i got this amazing cold brew coffee from costco because i'm obsessed with costco yeah so we use some that and some vodka and some cream a dab of cream yeah
1: yeah you can do the dab of cream after we don't have it in the pictures that we put up but that's okay it looks pretty cool if you actually let the shot sit in the fridge for like 10 minutes it'll separate and the cream will go to the bottom with the coffee rising to the top it's a pretty cool looking shot so thank you christina
0: thank you all right we're gonna take it right
1: now guys so let's see how cold it is
0: can't say no to a cold beer. Yeah, I can't say no, <laughs> no to, a, to cold a cold Joe.
1: <laughs> it rhymes better that way, I it think. It does. Oof. It reminds me of like a coffee-flavored white Russian.
0: Yeah. It,
1: yeah. It's like with Kahlua.
0: Dang, it, I wish we had Bailey's or Kahlua. We, yeah,
1: We did. I don't we know do? what happened to Kahlua. No, we drank it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hard times out here.
0: I didn't want to use Jaeger because we always use Jaeger.
1: Anyway, guys. Anyway. If you would love to find out what's in a cold, Joe, and make one for yourself to show the spirit of the show and let Joe know that he's one badass motherfucker, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. Now the creme de la creme, the cold Joe de la Joe of all of the best movies in the world. One of them being one of the so bad it's good films that you should probably check out. We're going to jump into our flesh and potatoes of Killer Crocodile and
0: Killer Crocodile 2.
1: Right now. We're back. Christina's got the information, the deets on some of the uh, people who were in it and who worked on it. So, why don't you drop that hot knowledge, Christina?
0: All right. (laughs) Killer Crocodile from 1989. A group of environmentalists arrive at a fairway tropical delta where toxic waste is being dumped. However, the water also hides a giant crocodile. The corrupt local officers don't help much either. Fuck the police. <laughs>
1: I did not say that. I,
0: I added that because <laughs> it's true. But anyway, oh
1: my god, here we go.
0: This w- was directed, <laughs> and he also was involved in writing the movie Fabrizio De Angelis.
1: Yeah, um, Fabrizio De Angelis.
0: He's. Should I repeat it?
1: No, I'm just being okay. an idiot.
0: Okay, no, you're fine. Just making sure, because you know I'm not. I don't have accents. So uh, no, it's okay. It's hard to roll my R's and shit. Anyway. He also did Deadly Impact, Mm -hmm. Thunder, the Karate Warrior series, and Breakfast with Dracula. (laughs) This movie was also written by Dardando Sacati. Sorry if I said that wrong. He has also written Zombie 2, City of the Living Dead, House by the Cemetery, Mm. The Beyond, and The New York Ripper. You really like that movie, huh?
1: Uh, I don't know about New York Ripper. It's just I'm one sure of those Ripper. movies. Like,
0: do you reviewed it? Right?
1: Um, yeah, we. I think me and Patrick watched it or right. whatever. It's, it's very sexually driven. Um, a lot of these Italian, like these, are a lot of exploitative shit. So, but Dardan, it's Dardano Sarchetti. Dardando
0: Sarchetti. 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 You want to say Shart-titty. Wow. Wow.
1: Anyway, are we done? Yeah, I just okay, wanted I to make sure kidding. we said it right because the guy did like a lot of big films in I, the Italian scene,
0: right? And I'm I can't pronounce, I'm sorry, it's I'm okay. sorry, it's I'm okay. not Italian, <laughs> I'm from Arizona. Anyway, okay. The cast of this film stars Richard Anthony Crinan, who plays Kevin. Mm-hmm. He's done minor roles in The Blob, uh, Predator 2. He was also on the series of Roswell, also starring. Ennio Girolami, who plays Joe,
1: Cold Joe.
0: Obviously, Cold Joe. <laughs> out of control. Um, obviously, uh, he's an Italian actor. He passed away in 2013. Lots of Italian movies, including Warriors of the Wasteland from 1983, The Last Shark from 1981, A Sexy Sinners, and The Feast of Satan. Also star The Feast of Satan. Yeah, that sounded interesting. It's got to be a 60s or yeah, 70s one. Totally right? yeah. It was like late 60s. <laughs> um, okay. Also starring Pietro Gignardi, who plays Mark. He was in Cemetery Man from 1994. I Love that movie. Yeah. Um, also, he's been, just been on a lot of TV shows other than that. And then Sherry Rose, who plays Pamela, also played Wanda in Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight.
1: Mm.
0: And she was... Oh! All-
1: <gasps> yeah
0: familiar right she was
1: the 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 lady of the night
0: yeah yeah that's right yeah wow Uh, she was also in two episodes of tales from the crypt the hooker
1: with a heart of gold yeah they said in the movie that's her and then
0: in this movie she's boring but anyway (laughs) i did not find a budget for this movie obviously did you
1: nope i didn't find one so (laughs) Mm. it's not a lie I just looked maybe, but well, first, before we jump into that, I want to mention who else is in this film and who worked on this, because there are some pretty interesting, legendary individuals who worked on this film. First off, we have Riz Ortolani, who did a lot of work in the, mu- in the film industry on well over 200 projects, um, including Kill Bill. He had music in Madhouse, Fear in the City, Brothers in Blood. He also did the work on Crocodile 2. Some um, it was newer work, I do recall, but we'll get into that in the uh, in the part two. But he's 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 a pretty well known um, composer, and he does a like very straight laced kind of uh, jolly theme for this movie uh, in Killer Crocodile. It's not as good, clearly, right? Um, but we also got the creature that was designed and some of the makeup effects done by the legendary Gianetto Di Rossi, who. He did a ton of work on Italian film scene, but he's done many films in general.
0: Didn't he direct uh, Killer Crocodile Mm -hmm. too? He did. Because that, yeah.
1: But this, the movies that he's worked on and what what he's known for is special effects. Right. Makeup, gore and shit, especially in the Italian scene. Uh, Because he did a lot of films like Zombie, Rambo 3, David Lynch's Dune, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery, Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue.
0: High Tension.
1: Yeah, he's done a lot. Yeah,
0: he's done a lot.
1: But he's really one of the guys who set the industry standard for the look and feel of Italian horror and really kind of pushed the special and practical effects forward in the industry by doing things that he didn't consider to be necessarily good in the practical effects. For an example, he did not like how the zombies looked in Dawn of the Dead. And that's a big argument that a lot of people have is, why are they blue? Well, the reason is is because they were trying to make him look so pale that when it showed up on film, it made it look blue. So some of the zombies are blue in that film, but that is not intentional. They didn't want to make them blue, but he comes from a long line of different artists, too. So his grandfather, his father, and now his daughter all work in the uh, practical effects realm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's all. I just wanted to mention that because he's just a legend. Like, he's mm-hmm. done so much great work. Like, the zombie eye scene, the gouging scene from Zombie, mm-hmm. is fucking stand out. The zombie standing up out of the grave with the worms in his eyes, the maggot zombie, is fucking awesome. So
0: so what did you think of the movie,
1: Alex? Well, uh, as I mentioned before, this is my first time watching it. I knew to expect some sort of uh, level of cheese. I was hoping for the so-bad-it's-good kind, the S-big kind of cheese, which we both like, right? Right. <laughs> but this wasn't too bad of a cheesy little Italian creature feature film. Sometimes I even felt like it had a slasher vibe to it at times. Mm-hmm. It leans uh, decently enough into the S yes big category, which is a good thing for me and those who want that kind of laugh at the film kind of moments. They do have quite a bit of those moments in here. It is a it's a, it's a killer crocodile story that I assume takes place in Florida, but they don't really ever quite say that. Even though I know it wasn't shot in Florida, and they have bananas and shit, but it's an eco environmental story too that's turned on its head and turns out a bit of a. Uh, sometimes you just gotta kill kind of vibe which is it's got healthy heapings of that in the story as well like really heavy on that by the end of the movie which just kind of adds to the fun here those eco scientists trying to uncover some toxic dumping and a crocodile hero type named Joe Cold Joe <laughs> who doesn't fuck around. And he also adds to the silly manly type kind of guy. There's a little bit of gore in this film, not a lot, but it's sort of just kind of played like a mainstream movie with a really cheesy looking crocodile that is gigantic. It's like nine feet long. Half of it is like nine feet long and it's huge. So, um, but they genuinely, I think wanted to please a much bigger audience, but I mean, it's 89 and the croc looks gloriously schlock as fuck. In the probably the best way possible for me, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to watch this movie, uh, with a bit of blood and practical. Although I was really kind of hoping it would let loose, it's not perfect, so it's not crazy levels of tension here. And it does take a little while to get to the story and get it going and everything Mm -hmm. like that, but when it does, you should have quite a few laughs. It makes you know, for a decent one of those pizza movie and beer. Mostly you'll be laughing at the silly dialogue and reasoning of the characters. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> why are you doing this? But it's all part of the viewing experience, it was at least for us, I feel. And I was hoping, like I said, for a little bit more gore-filled and bloody like carnage of like eating people and chopping and breaking bits off, which it didn't really have. There was one moment of that in it. But even still on the S big scale, I would say that this is probably a 6 out of 10. If you can dig on Italian cheese and you like to have a laugh, I'd say it's a fun one. And you should be happy, but if you're looking for the, you know, level of crawl type fun, oh,
0: no, <laughs> it is
1: nowhere near in that category, so stay clear. It's a different movie than that, and the trailer should be proof enough of that. So <laughs> I think you'll figure out the tone here.
0: But
1: <laughs> what did you think?
0: <laughs> I am... I have the same feelings. I I thought it was okay. It was fun. It was entertaining. It was, like, just a good S-Big movie. Yeah. It wasn't amazingly cheesy, but it was worth the watch one time. Yeah. Um... I did want more craziness and over-the-top deaths, like you said. Right. It was really lacking gore.
1: If this movie would have had the gore, it probably would have been an eight easily.
0: Oh, totally, totally.
1: And you would think with uh, Giannetto Rossi on board, but they just didn't have the budget to do that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Uh, But, like, the look of the crocodile was amazing. The way the eyes moved and how it creeped out of the water was really cool and how Mm -hmm. they did just the camera work for the crocodile
1: as schlocky as it was the, the the alligator actually looked pretty cool
0: yeah totally for the
1: budget they had
0: uh the story was ridiculous but i mean it was fun how can a character go from stabbing a crocodile in the throat to not wanting to kill the damn thing <laughs> like it uh, <laughs> baffles my mind i did learn that crocodiles lay eggs <laughs> i did not know that 10 to
1: 20 I d- <laughs> or 25 or something really like that. Yeah, something wow like that. that's
0: a lot um i and then we also had the discussion of how do crocodiles have sex <laughs> i forgot to. yeah know. we didn't look that up i, I, uh, no, I didn't look it up. I just picture to.
1: it in your mind okay. guys and have a nice sip we'll, of beer maybe jerk off
0: <laughs> overall it was entertaining i probably won't watch it again so i gave it a four out of ten
1: really yeah. okay I thought we had a really good time watching yeah, it. Yeah, we
0: had a good time, but then I thought about it. and I was like, man, this could have been a lot better. The only good thing about this was the crocodile, but the crocodile didn't really kill... Well, he killed people, but it wasn't like this overdramatic cheesy gory mm-hmm. thing which i was expecting right
1: like i said if it would have been and it like had the the like show pieces in it right like the gore show pieces that mm-hmm. we always talk about on the show mm-hmm. it would have been an eight right easily out easily. of ten for the so bad it's good because the jokes and the the, the dialogue are all there everything's set up but the gore isn't so right. it's like it really so, kind of sucks so it's, it's you know they were trying to do it on a budget guys but so for both of us, I gave it a six. She gave it a four. So it's about a five between the two of us. So that's that'll give you an idea of what to expect. I think, but I think honestly, you really should give it a, a, yeah. a watch. Yeah. And if you We're like fine. it enough, then maybe stick around for the second one. When you do, definitely but.
0: stick around for the second one.
1: So that's what we got to think about the film in our spoiler-free section. Now we got our spoilers and trivia, and we'll go over the trivia first, uh, and we'll give you plenty of warning. Well, we'll let you know when we go into our scenes, of course, but uh, if you have not seen the movie and you don't want anything spoiled, go ahead and check it out on Tubi. It's free with ads. I don't know how many ads are going to be in it, but, you know, at the very least, it's free, so you can watch it on there and uh, follow us along, but uh, here is your warning. All right, so now we're going to get into our trivias and spoilers. This is is an Italian movie by the way that it was shot in the city of Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic oh yeah so which explains a lot because I was really confused why there was bananas right it's like there's no bananas in Florida that I know
0: <laughs> yeah they never really they never really acknowledged where they were at
1: no they didn't even yeah. they just said they I heard them say state but it, it was also shot in about two and a half months which caught me off guard I'm like wow that's a long time.
0: Right, but it was because they were doing both the movies.
1: Right. Um, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, that's at least how long they some people stayed there, some of the actors. So, I mean, I'm just assuming they didn't really state specifically. So, just to be clear. Uh, but Gianetto De Rossi, the special effects guy who I mentioned, made the croc, And he said that Fabrizio was a businessman through and through. Not a very likable guy. Oh, He's, you know, very strict money, business, business, right. business, business, get it done, cheap, quick, let's go. Um, and he saw an opportunity to make money on this kind of idea. And he said, you know, I guess I'll direct it, you know, because he's also a producer. Mm-hmm. You know, he can produce and direct and pretty much has, you know, he could do some pretty creative stuff if you wanted to, but he saw it as more of a business opportunity rather than something he's passionate about. He's right. passionate about making money, right. essentially. But which, you know, Giannetto was like, well, that's just everybody. You know, everybody does things differently. So although they didn't have a lot of money to make the crock and even DeRossi said it was probably a laughing stock in the industry <laughs> for him, a low point, Aww. but he did what he could with the money that they had and he just wanted to do work right so they only had one croc too and it was made with latex and plaster and shit like that and they have like a a sort of a mechanical head Mm -hmm. that a person had to be inside of the fucking crocodile to make its mouth open and shit and then they would pull it on a rope or a wire under the water Mm -hmm. by boat to make it move
0: do we know where this crocodile is now
1: um, pff, probably in pieces or oh. thrown away.
0: I don't know. Some people it's hold too on big. To stuff like that. It's too big. So the people still have jaws.
1: They didn't mention anything about it, at least.
0: Okay. I was, so. just, I was just curious.
1: But Richard Anthony Crenna, who was the main guy, Kevin, he's the secondary hero in this movie, other than Cole Joe. You're so- <laughs> the way that you look at me when I do that is so funny. <laughs> Anyway, Richard Anthony Crenna was the son, he is the son of Richard Crenna, who is in all of the Rambo movies as Colonel Troutman. It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. It's all in the past now. For you! For me, civilian life is nothing! That That guy. That was good. Yeah, they, I don't know why I watched I was trying to find that clip online today Uh-huh. just because I was like, am I saying it right? Because I was writing this down, you know, <laughs> and I looked it up and they didn't they didn't. They had like the 10 best quotes from the Rambo franchise and that wasn't one of them. I'm like, what the fuck? That seems like epic. Like, it's so uh-huh. great. Uh Anyway, uh one of the actors who played Mark, his name is Pietro Genuardi. He was originally cast in the film, and he just accepted it without any audition, so he didn't have to actually even try out. Oh, nice. It was his second film. He was on the Lucio Falci Paganini of Horror, mm-hmm. um, which is like... Weird sadist movie that uh Fulci did, mm-hmm. sexploitation, sort of Nazi exploitation, sort of thing. But his actor name in the film, which you'll see in the credits when you watch this, guys, or if you've seen it, is named Julian Hampton because the director Fabrizio was like, No, nah, you gotta change it. <laughs> so they came up with different names and he was like, Maybe Joshua? and he's like, No, 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 something like Julian, and he was like, Julian Hampton, and he was like, Ah, the good, the good, the good, you know. <laughs> Uh, but they spent a long time on that mm-hmm. because he didn't want him to use his like Italian name, even though this was like wow. not a movie that was directed for the big audience in the U S he just wanted to cover That's like a very big thing in Italian films, you know, mm-hmm. having a actor name. So it sounds like you're in America. Hmm. Pietro also recollected on his first day and how they were all locked down in a hotel for three days because of a hurricane.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, so they, they were, like, literally taping up the hotel windows, and it had destroyed the, the hotel, part of the, the hotel before uh. because of the hurricane. So they were, like, kind of freaking out. So the three main guys, Mark, Bob, and Kevin... Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the three main uh characters they would they got to know each other by literally playing charades they, they're
0: bunkered down
1: yeah like they all spoke different like one was spanish one was italian one was like american mm-hmm. uh, and he's they they spoke different you know things and the only way they could really get to know each other was just to play charades the entire time mm-hmm. in those three days while locked down
0: that's interesting i thought
1: that was cool you know um but he said that they had a lot of fun together those three guys mm-hmm Pietro also said one of the people operating the crocodile died.
0: Like while they were filming the movie? Yes. <gasps> How did he die? So
1: he didn't he wasn't sure if they were inside or outside of the croc. I assume they were what? inside of the crock because they drowned.
0: What they? What? What? What?
1: Yeah. So he drowned, <gasps> wow. right? And listen <laughs> to how right. this happened. Like, well, let me tell you this story real quick because it's kind of fucked up. Um, so this guy drowned, and they said they pulled him out of the water, out of the you know, out of the crock. He thinks it was in. I think it was in the crock because it makes more sense because that thing's getting pulled underwater. It floats because it's latex,
0: right? And
1: there's a guy inside who's operating the mouth. So, and it's really tight in there. And I can imagine there's no way for him to let anybody know that he's drowning. Right. So, they pulled him out of the water. And then he said after about five minutes of grieving and mourning, people were upset. The director, producer was like, all right, everyone, ready? Call. Oh,
0: my God. That's fucked up.
1: Let's shoot. Like, holy fuck.
0: Five minutes. That's all you get. Five
1: minutes. So... This nightmare of a movie. (laughs) That guy lost his life on this movie.
0: Now I'm curious what scene it was.
1: I don't know. They didn't say.
0: Because that might explain some of the acting.
1: (laughs) I don't think there is an explanation for the acting. Let's be honest, Christina. (laughs) If you're looking for a reason. (laughs) uh, (laughs) But uh, Pietro... Also came and told a story on the Severin disc because we got the Severin um, Blu-rays. They come in the pack. It's like two pack. You get one and two together. He said uh, that they, he they were staying at the hotel, you know, and after the hurricane and everything, they were really good buddies and they would go out and party and drink and, you know, celebrate together and just hang out. In fact, they probably had too much fun and the director really didn't like that because it was like time to work because he's, like, a working guy. So uh, when one night they came back from partying and they went back to the hotel and the, the the room next to the hotel was, the door was open and he looked in and saw, like, a briefcase or, like, a luggage thing full of cocaine.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Or he said drugs, but I'm paraphrasing because he did. It was cocaine, right? But then he kept staring at it <laughs> because he was drunk, and he was like, "What am, am I seeing? What I'm seeing?" <laughs> you know. And he's not a guy who like does anything other than drink and uh-huh. doesn't even smoke cigarettes or anything. You know what I mean? Like he hadn't done anything. He hadn't smoked pot. Nothing. He said. Uh-huh. Then he saw the guy's face looking at him, and then he was like terrified what I he bet. just saw because. It was like, is this what's going to happen now? Right. So he went into the hotel room, laid down and uh, was watching, you know, just doing whatever. And then the door, he heard a knock <gasps> on the door. Oh, my God. And he was like, "Uh." so he looked in and he saw like, uh, like it's Asian man standing out there. Uh, and then he opened the door reluctantly, you know, and the guy was like, let me see your Passport. And, you know, he was like, what? You know, I'm not going to give you my passport. What do you, what do you what's going on? And he was like, I need to see your passport. How long have you been here? And he's like, well, I've already been here for like a month. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, fuck. This is the same guy that's like from next door. And he's like freaking <laughs> out. And he's like, let me see your passport. So he gives him this passport reluctantly. Mm-hmm. And he, the guy grabbed his arm, like not too hard, but he was like, you need to come with me. And they went to the room next door. <laughs> And the briefcase was gone, so the the drugs weren't there. But there was a big old line of Coke on the table. (laughs) And the guy was like, you know, motioned him to do it. And he's like, I've never done Coke. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? He did it because the guy forced him to. Mm -hmm. And then... (laughs) And he's, like, freaking out, you know, because he had to do this because he's never done it. And he, he tried to, like, no, 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 I don't need it. And the guy was, like, he knew that if he didn't do it, like, maybe something bad would happen, you know. So uh-huh. then he, the guy led him back to his room after he gave him a big smile after uh-huh. he did it. And he said he was so fucked up that night, he kept being worried that he was going to die that night, like oh. like he tried to drug him so that he would kill him or something. Uh-huh. I don't know what he was trying to say, but he talked about him taking his shit in the toilet. He's like, you know, they say scared the shit out of you. I knew what that meant <laughs> because I was on the toilet the whole night. <laughs> like, wow, dude. I mean, that's kind of an interesting story, but it's probably just popping up his head as just right. recollecting, you know? Also, the uh, lead actor, Kevin guy, the the Kevin character, Richard Mm -hmm. Anthony Crenna, he spoke about, he said that the water that they were filming in was just disgusting.
0: It looked disgusting. It
1: looked, he's like, you know, it smelled like garbage. He was like, you know, it's a beautiful place and everything like that, but there's a lot of like trash and pollution in that water. So it was literally polluted, just not with radioactive pollution,
0: right? Which this movie (laughs) is about,
1: right? But that's pretty much it for the trivia, guys. So we're now we're gonna go through and kind of break down some of the movie here, some of our favorite bits, and some things that we really want to point out about this movie because it's just batshit crazy. Yeah, it is. What do we get? The first scene. It's the guy playing guitar with his girlfriend. They go to the fucking water. Uh Uh-huh. They show up and he's like, he plays a little on his guitar and he tries to make out with the girl. He's like, what'd you think? You know? And I'm like, oh God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. So he,
1: That's all it takes, guys. Play a little lick on your guitar and you can wet those panties up in a jiffy. <laughs> it's like, and it, and it is like, she was like, "Ooh, it's romantic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me go jump in the water. And she
1: was like, oh, no, no, now. Come in the water with me. And um, I'm like, he just played a sick tune. <laughs> I'd suck his dick for that track. He would. (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: It's pretty good.
1: Anyway, I'm just kidding. But but she see her go out in the water and get taken by something. And they have this scene where the hand's like sticking up out of the water while she's being pulled. So Mm -hmm. she probably had like something around her waist pulling her. And you see her hand almost like a shark fin or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's kind of dumb. And you see blood, you know, in the water. Just a little. Which I always wonder. It's like one of the movies that, you know, I think it's a lot of shit for being just like garbage is like the new remakes of Piranha 3D and Double D. I haven't seen them. Those are like comedy schlock, silly fun. But like the one thing they got right is they got a lot of blood. Like there is so much blood in those movies because when you do bloody scenes in a movie that's with water, yeah. It's really not very good.
0: Because it gets watered down. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's like, it's you really got to come with the blood. Right. So, and this movie doesn't really do that great of a job with the blood. No. Like, they, they had a budget. Yeah. <laughs> But some ecologists are traveling by boat to check out the water pollutants in the river of this area and in Florida, I guess, like I said. <laughs> but they suspect that there's been some dumping, which they find a few drums of waste that are conveniently marked radioactive, by the way, which always the, blows my mind.
0: In that scene, when they were first showing the researchers on the boat and there's a fucking dog on the boat. And it's like, oh come on, uh, we dude. knew,
1: you yeah. Knew. It's like
0: obviously that you know there's a dog there because it's gonna get fucking killed.
1: <laughs> I was like, Fuck. oh, this is the John Wick moment, you know, like <laughs> you're gonna hate the alligator now because they kill the dog.
0: Exactly. Which
1: you know, of course, the dog does die, but they don't show it. Thank they, God. They just like somehow the fucking alligator chomps, the, kills the fucking dog later, mm-hmm. and, and you see the collar yeah on the ground, which. <laughs> What was the dog? Somehow name? it snapped the neck and, and, and and like, broke the collar off, but the whole body of the dog is gone.
0: Yeah.
1: Betsy? Isn't that what the name of the oh, dog yeah, is? Oh, yeah, it was.
0: It was Betsy, which is a stupid name. Sorry if you named your animal Betsy, but it's a stupid name.
1: I mean, but the funny thing to me is when they're, like, searching for these drums is, like, they say radioactive on the side. Like, you really don't need to test it. Yeah. He gets in the water with this fucking... it's not even a wetsuit it's like what you use to paint a wall (laughs) and he put it on and even fucking Richard Anthony fucking Crenna was like said that that scene when they pulled him up out of the water Mm -hmm. that water just kept draining out of his suit (laughs) the whole time Uh so you can kind of see him laughing and the director was pissed because they had to do two takes oh yeah but that whole thing filled up it's just ridiculous it
0: was ridiculous
1: but they camp uh, somewhere else, and that's when the dog gets uh, attacked. But there's this really cool shot that I like. That when she's going in and looking for Betsy, her dog or whatever, you see like the crocodile death. Like it's like bam, crocodile death. Like <laughs> they don't show her getting eaten, but you see like a camera from inside of the mouth and the teeth and her like oh. Such a great shot! I love that.
0: Yeah, her screaming and not moving. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, why I are know. you running? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's still a nice shot. Yeah, it's kind of like that thing in the Omen when the guy gets the spear through the fucking body in the original.
0: Yeah, it's and like it's like, what do you? You could have moved, yeah, dude. Just move a little bit. You just just to like one foot. You would have been fine. <laughs>
1: But she dies she's the one that's like kind of leading them around the like villages she, yeah, and she's, stuff
0: she's like the local, the yeah. local girl the local helper
1: and they go look for her on a boat too which is just blows my mind like screaming her name on the river yeah like what are you doing
0: that, that was weird too. like how
1: far could she have possibly gone that you've traveled like seven miles on a boat to find
0: her
1: <laughs> <laughs> But they go to to find some police and uh, talk to them about the missing girl who's missing. Mm-hmm. He's like... <laughs> he's a famous actor. What's his name? John Van Horn or some shit Something. like that? He's like an old-timey fucking actor that's been in some like legit movies and anything, but <laughs> he's got a white ascot around his neck with his open shirt and his pale pinky skin like poking through. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... Uh, it, it's like funny. They're like, so we're looking for our friend, and he's like, I can't use my boat to go looking for a missing girl. And they're like, you're kidding, right? And he says, Do I look like I'm joking? And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, but you sure do dress like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck are you wearing, dude? And it's like, it, it's 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 really sad because like you could tell it's so fucking hot where they are uh-huh. that his body was blotchy red.
0: Yeah, totally he was red. so
1: pale. Like more pale than I am, and I'm pretty fucking pale. (laughs) And like you could see, like his heart beating, and like
0: (laughs) his veins pumping blood. Yeah, you
1: could see all of his. He was like Mister Body or whatever, you know.
0: (laughs) He's like one of those things they use uh, the medical students use.
1: Yeah, no disrespect, by the way. I don't think he's alive anymore. I don't think he's
0: alive. I think we're okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just the attire and that blotchy skin was gross to me. I don't know why but we find out after he's in on the old dumping grounds and uh there's this guy Ted and he's like the person who's doing it and the the guy that they talk to is kind of like the mayor in the town he's the judge they call judge. him judge but the, the 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 pale guy <laughs> he's the judge and then there's Ted i think was his name i
0: think so yeah so then don't they go so they leave and they go and they, they're they now they're back on the river trying to find the friend right and the boat gets stuck right and then the friends
1: this part was so fucking bizarre dude.
0: it was so bizarre
1: like they wanted to have a moment where it was really tense where you have the crocodile watching them mm-hmm. like he's actively seeking them out like a slasher would right like from the distance and like he's waiting like, to attack he,
0: the crocodile's watching them be stupid
1: right they're like okay <laughs> hey we need to get out of the boat and rock this boat and literally for almost 10 minutes they're rocking this boat and and it's done doing nothing right literally doing nothing
0: and how did they run into the land anyway he just like drove up to the land that's how they got stuck
1: yeah they were like oh no we ran into something like we didn't see and i'm Mm -hmm. like how did you not see all the bushes and trees that were right
0: right there in front of you
1: it's really bizarre.
0: But that happened, and then the friend's body pops. She just like pops up out of the water. She stands
1: like, up. Like Oop. what's up?
0: Of course she's she's dead. It's but not it the
1: friend. It's the chick that got oh, eaten. The local
0: the local girl who yeah. got killed to begin with. Right. She pops up out of the water. Well, they kept calling her their friend.
1: Right. Whatever. That's why I said friend. It's only because she died. They called her. <laughs> they didn't know her.
0: <laughs> so, so then they bring her body back to shore. And they end up in... Was it a kitchen they were in?
1: Yeah. And the body
0: was in a sink?
1: They were supposed to be at the autopsy room because they were doing an autopsy to see how she died. Because she's got this big open gash on her chest Mm -hmm. that is very clearly not because she drowned. (laughs) But they're trying to determine if she was eaten after, I guess, or before, you know, she died or whatever because of she died, how she died. And, of course, the judge and that guy who's trying to cover up the dumping are like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, she, she probably just drowned, you know, and something ate her skin. Uh-huh. She very clearly has a scratch on her chest yeah. and a missing leg.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and th- didn't didn't the judge and him accuse the kids of murder? Like, yes, if you might have murdered her.
1: They tried to accuse the scientists of raping and killing her.
0: That's right. Like,
1: and that's why her body fe- was found is that they were trying to cover up a rape and a murder. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, there's like three other girls there. Yeah, <laughs> three guys, and they all joined in on this. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking understand what is going and on.
0: Why would you go out looking for her and begging? And begging those people to help you look for her if you raped and murdered her.
1: What the fuck? But then the judge is like talking about how it wasn't a crock. And then the fucking cold Joe s- storms on in. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, nah, that's a crock killing. And the scientists literally say this place stinks next to a dead body, which I thought was really distasteful. And
0: there was a bunch of dead fish.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm like, fucking, yeah, it's probably it's like, the,
0: yeah, the fucking fish, <laughs> the, or the oh, dead the, body right there yeah. that's just
1: rotting in front of you. I don't know. It was really fucking funny. There was some kids that are playing on the dock with a ball at this point, and one of the girls drops her Cabbage Patch Kid in the water. <laughs> For all of you younger kids, these are these dolls that with these hard faces called Cabbage Patch. You might or may not know what they are, but they were pretty popular. Even boys played with them.
0: You had a couple, didn't
1: you? I had a Cabbage Patch kid, actually. I
0: had, like, three.
1: It was given to me by my, like, grandma or something. Right,
0: yeah, exactly. I ended up
1: shooting it with arrows by the end, of it, I wish I wouldn't have because they're worth a lot of money. Yeah, they're worth a lot of money. (laughs) My friend had literally... She had, like, like 50 of them in their boxes, and I was like, why don't you take them out? She's like, because I'm saving them for my, you know, for when I get older. And so she's probably made a lot of money off of those now. Yeah, maybe. She had them all around the room, like on boxes. I'm like, wow, how do you even know?
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, but there are these kids playing on the dock and a croc comes up and wrecks the dock after she drops her little toy in the water. And the little girl is like hanging by this broken angled door dock piece and the croc's like waiting patiently to eat her and this dumbass instead of pulling her up instead of actually just pulling her up from where she's hanging he decides to get down next to her and hang with her
0: with her so the crocodile got him of course maybe they did it like that because they didn't want to kill the kid they didn't i I think it was just
1: an excuse to get him to die yeah Instead of the kid. This is- I was hoping the kid would get chomped in half just because I wanted to see some mayhem.
0: Right, and this doc scene was probably the best part of the movie
1: oh you think yeah it was yeah, this it was pretty is the action-packed
0: packed. yeah there's a lot going on in the for crocodile. a long period and you could see the size of the alligator right or, wait crocodile is there a difference between alligator?
1: yeah it's a, it's a crocodile oh sorry the movie's Cro- called killer crocodile well i know you remember that. that you remember that movie but we watched i
0: was just asking because i don't fucking know about these things <laughs> these alligator crocodile I'm sorry things. i'm sorry i'm just Jesus, teasing be a dick about it god <laughs> If anybody wants to explain to me the difference between an alligator and a crocodile, <laughs> please comment. Yeah. No fucking idea over uh, here. I live in the desert. We I hope glaciers. you guys
1: remembered which movies we're watching this week since we put it Shut up on- Shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> okay. So the at crocodile- I was said alligator again. The crocodile attacks the dock, so then the research people- hear the commotion and yeah. they come rolling down the road like what's going on I'm gonna save the day Kevin saves the day yeah
1: Kevin saves the day he jabs a fucking two by four in the mouth of the goddamn fucking uh you got me saying alligator ah, now
0: <laughs> Crocodile.
1: crocodile's mouth and stabs it in it's back of it's like throat which is like la- clearly latex like painted latex <laughs> uh, but it's really funny looking and I was like ooh what the fuck he doesn't even have like a way to swallow people Like, he killed this one guy that tried to help the little girl bizarrely and then drowned him under the water after he bit him and and had him in his mouth, which is kind of a cool scene. Yeah, it was a cool scene. Stabs that. He gets the girl, saves her. And then that's when doesn't Joe show up?
0: Yeah, Joe shows up and he starts shooting at the. The crocodile
1: He fires but, a fucking couple of rounds into it
0: but it didn't do anything and they mentioned that oh it didn't do the right. shots didn't do anything because he
1: he goes crocodile. to the store to get better rounds he's right. like this will take down an elephant
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh and then- and, I'll pay for these when I come back for the mission. Uh, I prefer you to pay for them now. <laughs> and he just takes them and leaves.
1: Well, and I love that the fucking the the, the largest fucking crocodile on the entire planet disappears into the water, and the judge and Joe suddenly unite to kill it. Like even though they hated each other before, right? Which the ecologists are like, no, we're against killing of any kind. <laughs> I was like, didn't you just yeah, jam you just... a two by four in the fucker's mouth? <laughs> uh, yeah. So th- then we understand that these kids are vegans,
0: pretty much. I don't think they existed back <laughs> well, they then. They kind but... of make
1: a, 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 a... Yeah, they kind of say that because one of them doesn't eat meat. Yeah.
0: Later exactly. on, they talk
1: about it. I'm like, it just killed all these people and possibly your friends, and it still deserves yeah. to live?
0: Yeah, they, yeah, it killed the the, the local girlfriend. And yeah. they're like, oh, we can't kill it; It's a, an endangered species. Yeah, it's
1: unique. It's endangered.
0: Yeah, it could just wipe everyone off on the face of the planet. It's
1: like all of a sudden, the ecologists don't give a fuck about dumping anymore. They just want to save the croc, and they decided to follow Joe. Go, Joe. The croc hunter to make sure he doesn't kill this thing because they know he's he's a very talented crocodile hunter. Better than Dundee, I've heard. But... Uh,
0: I caught that. I just didn't laugh.
1: There was this other scene, too, where they, like, camp off in the shore and it's, like, mm-hmm. completely mud ridden. So they're, like, standing in, like, four-inch mud. hmm And I'm like, oh, God, that scene must have sucked. Like, I don't even know, because, like, I heard that the the actors had to bring two changes of clothes. Oh,
0: wow. They,
1: so, like, one of the guys, the uh, Richard Anthony Crennan, mm-hmm. he went to the Banana Republic back in the day when they did, like, safari-style shit mm-hmm. before it became, like, a popular store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he bought, like, two outfits of, like, everything. Oh, everything. So that he would have it to wear down there. It's
0: a yeah idea.
1: Yeah, and I thought that was really funny. But, like, they're standing in this mud, and then they have to go in the tent And I'm like, oh, my God, they're dragging mud. That's all I can think about (laughs) the whole time. That's funny. Um, But the camera guy is, like, obsessed with trying to take a picture of this fucking crocodile. Like, dude, y'all gonna die. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man?
0: I gotta get a picture. (laughs) I got to get the pictures.
1: Which, it fucking breaks through the side of the boat when he gets on the fucking boat. Mm -hmm. And then the croc's, like, whipping its tail. And one of the guys falls overboard to try to, like because they're sinking at this point in time. And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. I fucked up. And he's like, I'll go uh, back to the shore and pull the boat back in so we can mm-hmm. save the boat. And uh, he swims to the shore with the rope and then comes back. I'm like, what are you doing? Why wouldn't you just pull the yeah, boat?
0: Pull, yeah, just pull the boat. Why did he wrap it yeah.
1: around a tree and pull it in, dude? You don't need to be fucking t- like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, anyway, he goes back. And the other dude falls in and gets eaten. Yeah. <laughs> the rope guy, Kevin, the, the the main guy, he swims back to the boat, which I just thought was like, what the fuck? Not only does he swim across to the shore, but he swims back. Right. It just make blows my mind.
0: And now that the friend is dead.
1: Yeah, you're still rooting for the croc yeah. now, huh?
0: Yeah. No, no, he's not. Now it's okay for the crocodile to die. <laughs> now that it's already killed like 10 people, it had to kill one of your fucking people in order for you to be okay for the creature to die. Right.
1: <laughs> They're all stranded Ridiculous. on the side of the fucking shore and like, of course, Cole Joe comes to the <laughs> rescue. <laughs> Couldn't even get it out there. But uh, he comes to the rescue and they play this like really happy music.
0: Oh, that was really weird. It was that really was, weird. It felt because, like Disneyland or something.
1: Because in a way, it seemed like Joe was like an asshole and they were just mm-hmm. going to fight this whole time and then they were going to be like, it was like ecologists versus the conservatives, you know, or whatever uh-huh. the fuck it was, like murder hunter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like they, they, they could have had an opportunity for Joe to, like, pump a few shotgun rounds into them when he's, like, pulling up. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was picturing it in my head. Like, he's so pissed. He's like, fuck these vegans. Fuck these
0: guys. I'm just going to put them in with the toxic waste. Yeah. With the radioactive waste. time, crocodile!
1: <laughs> he's cold.
0: But, then they but he's go-
1: also cold, Joe.
0: <laughs> but then they go... Joe brings them all the kids back to his place.
1: Yeah, he stays in this weird shack.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
1: has an upstairs for some reason. Yeah, that was
0: weird. With like Why? wonky,
1: like dipping boards. Like when he's standing on, it, I'm like, oh my god, that's gonna, gonna snap. <laughs> it's gonna snap, and he's gonna die. And some fucking asshole fucking made this fucking thing and wasn't thinking about making it support humans on top. And they're <laughs> and you can tell that they knew because mm-hmm. they put all the furniture to the walls.
0: Uh From the window to the walls
1: to the sweat dripped off (laughs)
0: his... (laughs) That was good.
1: Uh, Anyway, sorry. (laughs) But yeah, you see a dip and I was just waiting for for Cold Joe to fucking go through the floor and get a fucking splinter in his neck and die. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, one of the dudes is like, what kind of meat is this though? Because he's like, you can eat what you want. And Joe's like, hey, If you're going to ask questions, you better put that back on the shelf. And Joe looks at the ecologist leader, which is Kevin, and says, you still feel like saving the croc's life? And Kevin, the leader, says, I'll kill that son of a bitch myself if I get a chance. Joe's very pleased by this. (laughs) He likes his new murderous style and he says yes, yes welcome to the dark side. (laughs) Uncle Chocolate Creepy Fingers is here. Palpatine (laughs) Palpatine. voice. (laughs) But but I would like to see that. That would have been really funny. That's what would have spiced up this movie.
0: He didn't even exist when this movie was made. (laughs) No, technically he did. yeah, Yeah, I just meant, you know, the
1: He was in the first Star Wars, remember?
0: The character. Never mind.
1: Yeah, you fucked up.
0: Yeah, fucked up. Star Star Wars
1: Wars fans are cutting themselves right now. Yeah, right. All all one of them listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the guy, Ted Foley, or whatever his name is, the guy that's been dumping shit... He leaves the judge in the water after decking him. He punches him in the face because they go out on his, like, really nice yacht or whatever mm-hmm. in the water. He's like, this is not a good boat to be driving out here. And <laughs> Apparently, that boat was a piece of shit. Uh-huh. And they just made it look like it was, like... Oh, expensive? Right. That's funny. Because <laughs> of film magic.
0: <laughs>
1: but he decks him, and then fucking judge can't swim, of course, because that's the trope. I can't swim! I can't swim! Right. And then the fucking crock... Pops up out of the water like fucking twenty feet in the air, by the way, <laughs> and knocks Foley off of his six hundred horsepower boat,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and has a little Foley arm snack because he snaps off his arm, <laughs> which is kind of cool. cool. I wanted to see more of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Um, like I don't know. Yeah, and then and then the boat just goes veering off hits the shore and literally within second, a second, it's like, boom, <laughs> it just explodes in like one of the biggest diehard adventure <laughs> fucking moments ever. Like as if fucking <laughs> he was jumping down yippee ki style down the fucking elevator shaft to fucking blow up. It was that big.
0: Well, they had dynamite on the boat.
1: Right. Because they were going to blow it they up out of the water. Blow up, yeah. And then the judge was like, I don't care about, you know, I may be a bad guy, but I'm not a murderer. Then you say something like that. Yeah,
0: something like that.
1: Anyway, <laughs> the other the other part that really cracked me up is Joe and Kevin. They go to hunt the crocodile by literally verbally insulting it, because <laughs> Joe says they hate that. <laughs> it's such a stupid joke, but like it's like. It would have worked if it was, like, a Lethal Weapon movie.
0: Uh-huh. But this isn't a Lethal no, Weapon no. movie,
1: you know? But they're trying to make it be, right. like, this buddy cop sort of thing. Like, that's right. the funny thing. And even in the second movie, they kind of pushed totally, that angle, too. with they like They pushed a, it more. Yeah, but it's, like, uh, just did not come across, like, lost in translation or something. But there's this part where they're, like, arguing with each other. And because Joe decides to cut his fucking arm, <laughs> <laughs> like, the... Oh, Joe, bastard. That he is. And he he literally cuts his arm to chum the water with his blood. He's like, let's give it a taste of what it really wants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your face. I wish people could have seen your face when you
1: said that. So Joe's like, he he chums the water with his blood. And Kevin uh, is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, uh... He's like, let's give him a taste of what he really wants, kid. And he's like, Kevin, my name's Kevin. Don't call me kid. And then he's like, whatever you say, kid. And he's like, my name is Kevin. He's like, whatever you say, kid. My name is Kevin. I'm not a kid. Yeah, sure, kid. <laughs> like way too many times, guys.
0: <laughs> that was really funny, though.
1: That's like the it buddy like, cop thing, yeah, right? The
0: to- and this just dad jokes. That's right. just a fucking dad joke.
1: Then they, of course, after chumming the water, it does bring the attention of the, of the croc, but it, they shoot at it, like, but it doesn't do shit. These fucking slugs that are supposed to kill an elephant didn't right. do shit. They're just popping off the top of his head. And so this is when Cool Joe goes on a surfing safari on the back of the alligator. <laughs> 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 He's stabbing it in the head. What was that thing he was using?
0: I don't know. It was some fishing something. It was like a,
1: you know, like a fishing wow. pole where, you, not a fishing pole, like a right, fishing like stick. The, the spear. Yeah, like the spear that you yeah. go fish hunting, like spear hunting. Because spear fish, fishing?
0: Fish hunting? <laughs> Wouldn't that just be fishing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Depends if you're like, you know, George, uh, Steve Irwin, I guess. He's like, God, get in the water. <laughs> Spear right in the face. <laughs> Try not to get sting in the chest with the stingray. But, dude, when he's riding on the back of the croc, I was laughing. I was like, Jesus Christ. And then the, he goes down in the water, and you're like, oh no, Joe's dead. Joe fucking rode that motherfucker until death. That's when Kevin, like, takes the boat back by himself, right? Right. He, like, goes back to and his goes, vegan friends. Yeah,
0: he goes back to the friends, and they talk about it. And then they start prepping for the next. Hunt.
1: Well, no. There's this really funny dialogue that made me laugh, though. We have to mention mm-hmm. It's because like they they have this, this discussion about that they want to kill the croc now, and the girl's like, "What have we become?"
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the photographer is like, "Here, let's go make Molotovs."
0: <laughs>
1: Remember, he says yeah, that
0: he did say that. <laughs>
1: Like, he's, like, murderous. He's, like, frothing from the mouth, ready to fucking wear its head as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin's like, we've changed. <laughs> Hell, Kevin even shoots the croc's eggs on the bank, like, fucking savage. Yeah. They see the eggs, and they're like, oh, fuck. There's fucking eggs. We better kill them. Bam, bam. <laughs> he's, he's just, like, frothing the mouth, to murder now. <laughs> so they set out. They're setting out.
0: To kill the crocodile now. Right. This was after they shot the eggs.
1: Right. And they, they never used the Molotovs, by the way, which is really disappointing. Yeah. Did they?
0: I don't think they did.
1: I don't think so either.
0: They must have used all the explosion scene on the that one boat. Exploded. Right, yeah. The budget, pretty much. Yeah, the budget of that boat exploding.
1: So they go out on the water the croc attacks the boat and they start sinking and out of the blue you hear
0: well you see a hat
1: yeah you?" you see a hat floating through the air like being spun around and thrown like a frisbee joe's like use it for luck kid you can do it use the propeller to kill it because he's bleeding on the side of the shore, <laughs> a
0: blood all really? over. Yeah, like
1: how the fuck did Joe get the fuck out of that? He's such a badass.
0: Because yeah, he's fucking Joe. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That just cracks me up. Which Kevin, you know, he starts up this secondary propeller because some boats, you know, when the sh- the, the, the engine goes down, they have to use something to like basically try to get themselves out of the situation. So he finds a smaller one and chucks it into the open mouth of the fucking croc. And it's like literally like <laughs> chopping up its <laughs> mouth. You can just see latex and fake blood everywhere. <laughs> And then it's all and Then all of a sudden, like all this blood comes spurting up all over Kevin's face and body and everything like that. And then I don't even know why. But the propeller, the the, the, the fucking boat propeller thing that he threw in its mouth explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm like, and he's like screaming in excitement was blood is spraying on his face like. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> He's really changed. He, yeah. he went from vegan to fucking like murderous <laughs> animal
0: killer. Yeah,
1: like is he's like drinking the blood out of the water. <laughs> he's chumming it for himself. <laughs> but like I don't know, it's just the murderous blood drunk like rage that he has there is really kind of laughable, and it's funny because Giannetta de Rossi says he didn't like this shit at all. He said it was terrible when it explodes. And it really is kind of bad. But, yeah, I mean, it's is. It is, it's it's a better ending than nothing.
0: Right, exactly. It could have been worse. Right.
1: They didn't... I don't know. He said he didn't like to work on this, but, you know, he didn't have the money.
0: Right. And then what are the, you going to do?
1: Yeah, what are you going to do? And then, of course, the end scene is you see one last surviving egg on the shore.
0: And little baby...
1: Little baby crocodile. arm comes out. Yeah,
0: little baby crocodile arm. <laughs>
1: And then it's time for Killer Crocodile 2, Satan's Revenge. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, guys, I think that was, it was a fun movie. Like, that's why I like it, because we had so many laughs or so many ridiculous things that happened in this movie. It just i don't know it's just so over the top and kind of ridiculous but there is part two that we did and uh yeah we got to watch that um thing so
0: <laughs> we got to watch that thing
1: yeah uh christine's got some of the information on it we don't uh, need to get into it too de- in depth we'll just right. get into it right because i want to talk about it i don't want to give it that much treatment
0: right uh killer crocodile 2 from 1990 the next year the Caribbean swamps, which is to be made into a holiday resort, is terrorized again by a second monstrous crocodile, which is killing off anyone unfortunate to be in the water. It's a long sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um again. This one is directed by Gileato Di Rosa. Gianetta Di Rossi. And we already said everything he's done. This one was written By Dardano Sarchetti Mm -hmm. and Fabrizio De Angelis, who I mentioned in the first movie. Right. Now, there is a new character in this movie. Her name is Lisa. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She was played by Deborah Carr, who only has four credits to her name. One being a TV movie called A Stranger Waits. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, Joe and Kevin are back, which we mentioned in the first movie. And everybody else who starred in this movie, uh, this really seems to be the only movie they're in.
1: Right. So. So what were your thoughts on this one?
0: Mm, I enjoyed this movie more than the first one. Really? I did. What? Uh, What? (laughs) What? But. but
1: Okay, now you have lost me. I am so confused.
0: But there were a few really cringy moments. Like, this movie would not fly if it was released today at all. But I felt the story was better in this one. I loved how they brought in elements from the first movie instead of a new crocodile coming to terrorize another town.
1: Even though it is literally the same crocodile.
0: Yeah, well, totally. Well, yeah, because they
1: only made one. Right, <laughs> right. For both movies.
0: And then, like, to give comparison comparison the first movie and the second movie flowed well together unlike movies like uh, Carnosaurus wanted to which did not float which were completely different because mm-hmm. um, they brought back characters
1: right well it was intentionally done like they wanted right. to get the most bang for their buck on that budget
0: right an element I didn't like about the story was the love story they added into it I thought it was really stupid and cheesy like right. they didn't need to do that. And they didn't really explain it well, too, like how the two characters knew each other. Mm-hmm. But overall, I might watch this one again. I thought it was very entertaining. So I gave this one a five out of ten.
1: Really? That's so weird to me right now because this movie, I felt, was slow and boring. Really? Yes. Like That's weird. Sure, you got the same sort of bad stuff in there to laugh at, but mostly it was just waiting around for it to be a shadow of what the first was to me. Uh-huh. The S-Big Flair that we always talk about, we're hoping for, for me personally, it's not extremely terrible, but it definitely doesn't warrant multiple watches, in my opinion. Like, if you absolutely loved the first film or admired it in some degree, you should at the very least watch it one time, part two, if not for the continuation of Kevin and the continuation of (laughs) Cold Joe.
0: Oh, I can't wait till this is over. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> Please.
1: <laughs> it's more of the same, but sort of t- tried to make a romancing the stone movie with Kevin and Lisa and this lead actress teaming up to battle the rock, which there are a couple of scenes that were pretty fun, including a croc wrecking into the side of a hut. But for me, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a shame because Gianetto is such a fucking treasure. You really want to see him do everything and right. do it really well he's got like such an eye and aesthetic for Italian gore and makeup and you just want it to be so fucking good but all in all it's really not that great to me maybe a 3.5 or 4 at oh, best wow. Maybe, I'd say four is fair, only because the first was fun enough to enjoy laughing at. Mm-hmm. You know, I could definitely see why Severin included part two as a bonus. <laughs> because in my opinion, the second would be really hard to sell on its own, and most people venturing down part two will only do so if they've watched the first one. Right. So... Right, that
0: makes sense. It,
1: it's probably essential to have it together. Right. So, and, and there was more of the features on both of the films on the first disc, the first killer crocodile, so... Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm still glad we own it. I still like it. I think it's one of those movies that you'll forget about and like we'll have a copy.
0: It's it's a good summer movie. It's a good movie to start off this summer season. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I don't know what else we're going to be watching next yet. We haven't decided just yet. Yeah. Yeah, so. But this is a movie for the fans of the first one in my opinion do you have anything else to no, add that,
0: that makes sense
1: do you think they should watch it anyway or
0: i think i think you should watch it
1: hmm. okay just,
0: even those cringy moments it just makes you think what the fuck was wrong with us first of all like, they... what was wrong with society
1: well i shouldn't say first of all maybe last but not least it uses the same fucking footage as the end of the first one
0: they do it does
1: and like what the fuck dog that's what's really depressing.
0: Well it's cheap, low budget I get movie. It.
1: I get it. They used half the budget to make this one.
0: And they probably didn't expect people to watch the movies back to back like us.
1: Oh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> He's rolling his eyes.
1: I it's just and I, I did not enjoy it. I mean I I appreciate the characters, I appreciate the person who worked on it, the people the people course, who worked on of it. Course. You know? But it just, it's just not a really good film. <laughs> it's a shadow of what the other one was. And that one isn't very much of a shadow right. of other better films. Like, right. you know, I don't know. But yeah, uh, now we do have some trivia and spoilers on this. And I will get into some more on Gianetto de Rossi because he's kind of a awesome guy. Something I want to mention that one of his works actually inspired one of my favorite movies of all time. So if you want to stick around for the spoilers and trivia, here's your warning. So this movie was filmed back to back, as we mentioned, with part one. So it was planned from the get go. Of course, obviously, they wanted Gino De Rossi to try his hand at his first directorial debut, and he said he really didn't care too much about directing. It probably didn't work so well because he looked at film from a viewer's standpoint and not a director.
0: Uh huh.
1: Although you know he would like to direct again, but not for the you know the supposed stature of being a director, just because he wants to do it. Something on his own terms. Right. So there is music in the movie that was, and I'm pretty fucking sure of this, guys, (laughs) sampled by rapper Danny Brown for his track called Really Doe. Really doe, like really doe. Say they got the city on lock. (sighs)
0: Oh, that's right. That's
1: a goddamn shame. Whoa. Really, do, Like, really, dough?
0: So we were sitting there watching the movie, and Alex was like, what the fuck? And then he reminded me. He was like, I know this song.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> did. I like,
0: yeah, it was really funny.
1: So I think Danny Brown or whoever produced the track of Really Do, if you want to check it out on, like, Spotify or something like that, the same song is written by Riz Ortolone, Ortolani. Uh-huh. It's got this xylophone thing, and it's literally the same pattern and everything, just amped up and like compressed and made to sound a little more brighter. Oh, like you can hear it clearer, but it's almost in the same. It's a little. It's a little um, slower, I think, in the track that Danny Brown does, but it's the same thing. I'm almost a hundred percent sure of that uh-huh so check it out see if you think I you agree with me if you've ever heard it I'll try tried to find the song that they played in the in the movie while we were watching it or whatever but I could not Not Danny Brown the the actual original track
0: this the, the sound like yeah, some of the soundtrack the women.
1: OST is really hard to find right so when uh, Gianetta de Rossi was asked what he thought of these films that he worked on he said up front that they're terrible.
0: <laughs>
1: he's like they there's these aren't the exception perhaps they're the reason <laughs> but uh anthony uh Krenna said that he was actually one of the more personable directors to actually work with the mm-hmm. other guy the uh, fabrizio guy. de Angelis, was a little bit more you know super strict but he really actually wanted to root for gianetto because he just seemed like a really nice guy, and he was, like, really trying hard, and he really wanted to... He said he was more of a director, you know, like, that actually gave a shit. hmm So, one of my favorite things of trivia that I want to mention to you guys is that Gianetto De Rossi did the snuff sequences in a movie called Emmanuel in America. Now, this is a movie that is kind of like sexploitation exploitation. Uh, there was like a whole series of, of movies back in the day, by the way. I don't know if you ever heard of Emmanuel, but it was like nope. Emmanuel in Paris and it was Emmanuel in this and Emmanuel in that. They even did. Oh, a,
0: like Debbie Does Dallas? Sort. No, no, because there wasn't <laughs>
1: Debbie Does Everything Else. It was just there's these movies that were like pornographic, exploitative films that just different girls getting fucked in different places. And they were kind of just. um I don't know how to explain it, but they started getting really weird towards the end. They did this one where she uncovers a fucking snuff film. And she also did. They also did this other one uh, where uh, Emmanuel goes to a, a cannibal, <laughs> gets lost in the lost cannibals or whatever it's called. And it's like kind of gory. So they they started getting really weird. But in this one called Emmanuel in America, she uncovers a snuff ring. <laughs> Okay. Of snuff films where people are getting murdered and shit, and he did oh. the sequences in which they do in that, which are really fucking fucked up. Or as they called it in the documentary, grim, oh. <laughs> which was pretty interesting. Uh uh-huh. um, But a little small time director by the name of David Cronenberg happened to watch that film, and it inspired the movie oh. Videodrome. Oh, there you go. Booyah! So if it wasn't for Gianetto De Rossi. We would not have had Videodrome, so I love this man. (laughs) I love him, and I will be... Very sad to see him go. If, if one day that ever comes, and I hope it never does, but right, <laughs> but yeah, that that just me. I was like, oh my god, I was like, I did not know that. It's a new video drum factoid that I did not know. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for the trivia. We got some of our scenes that we're going to jump through here. Try to make it quick as possible, but there's some funny shit that we want to talk about. Um, they start the new movie out, by the way, with the same like a couple again. So right. it's like almost like the first movie. But they're doing like windsurfing. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Where you have
1: the like sail, the sail on, a, on a on a surfboard. surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: parasail. No, it's not parasailing. Yeah. No,
1: parasailing is where yeah, you're on no the parachute words. thing. Yeah. I just said the wrong thing. Yeah. But they're surfing on the ocean and the croc eats the girlfriend. It's kind of silly. Nothing. Nothing great right at all no then they show some guys removing some toxic waste so clearly they're doing something with toxic waste again because they never removed it i don't really understand we're a little confused yeah
0: i was confused too
1: There's this reporter guy who's kind of figured out that this mayor or whatever of this town is covering up this toxic waste and not really removing it. And so he goes to investigate and finds cans of radioactive waste. Like, look, I know it's radioactive waste, but do you need to put it on the side of the fucking can? (laughs) How obvious can you fucking be if you're trying to hide this shit? Can't you, like, put it in a, like, barrel of fucking fish or fucking beans or something like
0: they put a tarp over it
1: but you know what i mean (laughs) though like why do you need to fucking label it if it's fucking secret shit i know you know what i mean like someone gonna mix it up for a can of beans spray
0: paint over it or something
1: i don't know you want to get in trouble with toxic waste right like what the fuck (laughs) fucking movies man
0: (laughs) but he sees it and then some guy's watching him and then he gets shot
1: right it's kind of anticlimactic yeah. So
0: you're like, what just happened?
1: <laughs> then they switch to another journalist who is down on her luck because her coworkers are making fun of her, um, probably because she's a prettier girl than them all. Prettier, younger. She's like new, and like they're kind of you know giving her the you know harassment. They're having this really fucked up discussion. <laughs> and boy have the times changed because they mentioned the the, the, the uh, they
0: mentioned she mentions dating
1: yeah and she mentions gay people in a, yeah, a an unflattering said, way yeah, I guess
0: a word that shall not be spoken <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: on the podcast <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, but yeah it's just it was just we were like
0: we, we both were like oh, oh we were taken back for a second yeah, 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 like, like, oh, oh damn I was like 1980 1990 1990 right well
1: even if you look at like lethal weapon
0: oh yeah they
1: say some fucked up shit they in do there it. too yeah, they do. or like i think it was um oh no there was another uh, it was 48 hours mm-hmm. i think it was called an, you know because there was another, oh, 48, another 48 hours, hours. A f- a 48 hours has one that like really shocked me because he's just like saying some racist shit like and i'm like oh my god yeah. i forgot about this anyway um the reporter goes in to talk to her boss. She's like obviously getting called in and they're making fun of her because they think she's going to get in trouble and get canned or something like that because there's this bitchy bitch that's like making fun of her. And she comes out and she's like, looks sad. And she's like, I see that your face is sad. Look at you. What happened? Did you get fired? And she's like, actually, yes. No, actually, I'm getting I'm going to the Bahamas or some Caribbean. Shit. The, Caribbean. To
0: the Caribbean. See, now we know where it takes place.
1: Yeah, they, they Yeah, really. But she gets a she gets the job to basically go out and investigate this whole This
0: toxic waste yeah, situation.
1: Because, yeah, because the guy called him before he died to go investigate it and never returned, right?
0: Right. So then it goes into the scene where there's two boats.
1: Full of kids. Full
0: of kids, like students, and then they have their nuns.
1: Yeah, two nuns, like one on each boat. boat. <laughs> yeah. And they're like singing stupid songs terribly. Yeah,
0: stupid shit about God or something or
1: other. <laughs> and, he, and one of the boats gets overturned by the croc. The
0: crocodile. So then the, then the fucking kids, they all die. But they didn't show it.
1: Fuckers. I know, yeah.
0: God damn it.
1: It was kind of, that's that's the one thing that's lackluster about these movies is you really want to see people getting snapped into bits.
0: But those kids, when they were in the water, they were like smiling and shit. I wrote that down because I was like, shouldn't they be terrified? Why are they smiling?
1: (laughs) Because they're (laughs) acting the best they can, I guess. But one of the guys from earlier who was helping to get rid of the waste is so irritated. He's in the swamp and he's like this like really annoying character. And he like storms off with a shotgun because they put like a fucking what did they put like a fucking dead lizard in his food or some shit like that? Oh yeah. And then he like sticks it. It's like really a real lizard by the way. And he it's storms a- off with his shotgun firing it into the trees and hits a beehive. And then like, <laughs> like just this like you know everything is going wrong and of course he eventually runs into the crocodon and he escapes and goes back to the hut to tell them and they don't believe him because he's always <laughs> bitching about shit. Uh-huh. And, he, and he busts through the side of their shack. And this 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 thing's like three times the size of the first movie. It seems like, like it busts through like a fucking bus, dude.
0: See that part was really cool. That
1: was really cool. That was like kind of promising. I was like, oh shit, maybe this is good. Yeah. No. But the reporter lets the boss know that Baxter is sort of lying. This mayor guy is lying about removing the toxic waste. So that's kind of like the, you know, thing going on. And they're like, well, we're going to send out one of our best guys. The and best get guy. Yeah, one of the guys. She's like, who the fuck? I don't need any help. I can do this myself. And he's like, no, no, we don't want anything happening to you out there. So we're going to send in one of the best. And it's Kevin. He's back.
0: Yeah, so he comes back. And she's all pissy, so she's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go search. I'm gonna go search on my own."
1: Yeah, and she walks off all stupid because, like, throughout this whole movie, she walks really dumb.
0: She walks like a model. She walks like she's on a runway.
1: Right, but it doesn't make sense.
0: No, she must have been directed that way.
1: Yeah, like she's actually okay as an actress. Like, but like, and she's pretty and all that. But the way she walked, I was like, "What is going on here?" Way
0: overdone. Oh, so then she she gets on the boat with this guy.
1: She hires a guy to take her out to the swamp before Kevin gets there,
0: right? Who is in c- cahoots with the other guys? They they said to scare her, you know, so she doesn't go out into the water anymore,
1: right? So they pay him to rape her.
0: Yeah, which was it was a really weird scene. She
1: doesn't get raped by the no, way. No, she
0: doesn't. There was there isn't a rape scene. It was kind of silly. Because he stops the boat and then he gets up and then he starts unbuckling his pants and then she starts laughing at him.
1: Dude, he was like the nicest guy before, and then all of a sudden, he, like he,
0: then they showed him looking at her ass and stuff.
1: He was activated. <laughs> Jesus.
0: But it was funny because she just started laughing at him, and she had a knife in her bag. And she kind says, of reminded
1: me of like Mandy when she's like laughing at his little dick.
0: Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a funny scene.
1: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of ridiculous. But then he gets eaten. He falls into the water. She tries to save him. I can't swim. What the fuck are you doing on a boat, idiot?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then and then the crocodile comes out. Right. And starts. And then uh, then she's trying to help him into the boat. What eats him? Yeah. But then the crocodile eats him. Yeah. So then she's stranded. Right.
1: She she falls into the water, too. Like right in the thick of everything going on, and you're like, what the fuck did she just, and it just cuts. Like, the scene cuts. Like, wait, what the fuck? And then they cut to Kevin, the dangerous, checking into his hotel and then out into a boat and into the swamps. And he's still got that hat, too, which you can tell when they're shooting this scene as he's charging down the water to find her. Uh-huh. It's like he's holding onto his hat, but he doesn't want to put his hand on his head because uh-huh. he's supposed to look cool as he's going, like, 50,000 knots down the road or down the water or whatever, you know? All of a sudden... He's still got that hat on that Joe gave to him, obviously. And Lisa is stuck in the swamps, and they have her chest pretty much hanging out.
0: Pretty much.
1: Pretty much, without a bra, because, you know. (laughs) Why do you need a bra? Especially in the Italian Sleaze Fest, if you want to ask.
0: Exactly. But
1: it's so so weird that they added that in there, because you think, like, this is kind of like done in the Romancing the Stone kind of way. Yeah, it
0: was, and it was so opposite from the first movie.
1: Right. You see, you see Kevin throw his hat to Joe because, like,
0: like the end of the first movie.
1: Yeah, he's back too, and you see, you know, Kevin tells Joe he's back to chase off the demons and help Lisa.
0: Reunited and it feels so good.
1: I don't know what that is
0: because Joe and and Kevin are reunited.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. I thought that, is that a song though?
0: Yeah, it is a song. I
1: don't know what that song is. You
0: don't know. If re- <sighs> I'll play it for you later.
1: Anyway, Lisa survived, but Joe dies by the croc. Uh, But they try to make it all fun and cute between Kevin and Lisa. Like I mentioned all the time, romancing the stone with them sort of like trying to prove that they're both badasses. And she even gets in the water to look for her Geiger counter. She's like, I know I lost it around here in this murky brown water that I can't see in. And I need to swim to the bottom of and try to find. Like, you're not going to find that shit.
0: Yeah. That was was a really weird scene. It didn't make any sense.
1: I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) That shit made me laugh. But back at Joe's house, they're, like, drying off, and Lisa's in a towel getting all sexy time with Kevin. And he's like, oh, God, what are you doing now? <laughs> and she says, don't you know that fear and death situations stimulate and arouse reproductive organs? And he's like, my dad always said I should learn something new each day. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to fuck. <laughs> And she's like maybe it's nature's way of making sure we don't go extinct and he pops out a titty and she approaches him for a kiss <laughs> and then it cuts of course so Right. I it's not like I really wanted to see them fuck but no. I just thought it was funny because it was, it was like a porno. Totally. Total porno moment. Totally. <laughs> There was this weird scene, too, where, like, they're trying to make dynamite to kill the fucking crocodile, and Kevin's, like, lighting fuses right next to sticks yeah. of dynamite. Yeah, that's I'm like, smart. what the fuck are you doing? You could see the sparks jumping yeah. all over the desk. <laughs> next, you're going to fucking die?
0: But he's not going to, because they didn't have the budget to do that kind of explosion.
1: Right, but it just looked really <laughs> fearless. He's a fearless monster. Right. Uh, but the Baxter boys... They're the guys that are hired by the mayor of this fictional city. They're out and about on the water getting eaten and attacked by the crocodile pretty quick. It wasn't any blood, pretty much at all. Right. It was kind of silly. It was pointless. And then Kevin and Lisa head out to investigate and stumble upon a family that are jet skiing and boating. This is kind of a silly scene.
0: Yeah, when they're waving, like, for him to turn around, they're like, turn around, turn They're around. like, get out of the
1: fucking water. You're going to die. <laughs> fucking crocodile. And they're all like, Hi, hi. Hi. <laughs>
0: And it isn't like they just did it once. Like, they did that scene, like, three times. It was, like, a long thing.
1: Can you imagine if the crocodile fucking came up out of the water? Because the little kid's hanging on that rope, doing the jet skiing on his Mm -hmm. thing. If the croc grabbed and bit the child. Then pulled the boat back. Like nowadays, we can cool. see shit like that. Yeah. But back then, they couldn't. But can right. you imagine if it bit onto it, swallowed it, and then yanked the boat and flipped it over and killed the family? I would have been like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 but no, they're all fucking no. saved.
0: Yeah, they're all And then ugh, I forget.
1: I well, I he know cuts the killed... rope and the kid uh, from the kid and Kevin pulls the rope and him back to safety and then the like family pulls him in
0: how did the croc- crocodile yeah it's crocodile how did the crocodile die
1: well they go the croc follows kevin and 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 lisa kevin goes you know riding on the back of the croc for fun like looks like some fucking like you know you're in that bar with the fucking bull riding thing <laughs> And it's this giant croc, but the funny thing about this is, is as he's riding on this the the, the, the mechanical um, croc, uh-huh. they show it as a shot from a low angle, so it's shooting up. Then they keep cutting to to footage of like a fake little guy and a, oh,
0: that's right,
1: on a crocodile, so that they can see him <laughs> like writhing around in the water. So it's like this miniature that looks so bad. <laughs> It's really bad, like, especially in 1080p, but it kind of makes it funny that way. But then Lisa chucks a stick of dynamite to Kevin, who he he, pulled. Basically, what he was doing with that dynamite is figuring out a way to make it light without having to use a uh, lighter.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So he made this system where you pull on this end and it would light it. Mm-hmm. He, like, puts it in the fucking alligator's mouth as it's writhing around and jumps off from 20 feet in the air. Wow. Because <laughs> it's, like, so high. And then you see a huge bucket of fucking blood follow him, which was really funny. <laughs> And then they cut to the same fucking footage of the croc blowing up intercut with new footage granted, but it's, it's got the same shit from the first movie, like same angles and everything. Like they didn't even think to use a secondary camera. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's
0: crazy. And that, and that was it.
1: I'm like, you son of a bitch. I can't believe you fucking did that. But there's that moment afterwards. Remember where there was like Kevin and Lisa and they kiss And they see the toxic waste barrels come floating up to the top. Oh, that's right. Because of the explosion triggered them somehow from the bottom. They were like, they were here the whole time. It was here the whole time. (laughs) And they kiss again. I feel like they should have had her like hair falling out as they kiss because the radioactivity was like had gotten to them and she'd been in the water. So they're like kissing and you see like a segment of her hair come out and and his lips and her lips melt into each other. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: oh, my God, it's in the water the whole time. Oh, my God, the radioactivity.
0: That would have been so much better. Dude. So much better. If I had
1: the money, I'd remake it that way. You know what I mean? Like do it like really fucking faux. Uh You know, like those faux horror movies Mm -hmm. and just do it like really silly. Uh, I don't know. It's man. These movies are disappointing in the fact that they didn't have gore, but they are really fun to watch in some regards. Like, right. It's not like high on the list of like that,
0: but at least we watched them. They were good.
1: I enjoyed it. I'm but glad I own it. We had it. fun together. I yeah. like the first one. I'm still surprised you liked the second one more. Yeah, I did. I don't know. So weird. Because <laughs> we more. were both complaining about it. I thought you for sure wouldn't have liked the second one. Yeah. No. Like, because legitimately, about both. Legitimately, guys, we really don't. She won't. We can't. I'm not allowed to talk to her. No. After we watch these movies, and nope. it's really hard. That's why I babble when we do these podcasts because, like, we legitimately don't know how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Sometimes I slip out of something, she'll know what I think, but mm-hmm. she usually doesn't agree with me, so you get the best of both worlds. So if you hate this movie, you can grab onto her nonsense, and if you like the movie, you can grab onto mine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's, I said cool. it's our nonsense, I didn't mean just you.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, guys, what did you think of these movies? I would love to hear. If you've seen these, let us know in the comment section down below. Which do you prefer, actually? Do you agree with Christina, or do you agree with me? Do you like, which one do you these too if you've seen them do you like more I would love to hear so and did you pick this up did you pick up these copies of it and see them yourself love to hear from you guys we really do appreciate all the support you give us each week and we're so glad to have you here every week to share these times with us <laughs> so next week we're gonna be talking about two movies that kind of deal with time in a way but uh, really we just wanted to watch them so it's kind of like a grab bag of stuff uh, we wanted to kind of grab something in the 2000s area and uh this is going to be time crimes from 2007 and identity from 2003 Ooh. so We'll be watching those. I don't know if they're up on any of the platforms like digital platforms that you can watch or not. But, you know, at least you guys know this in advance. So would love to see if you've uh, seen these movies or if you're excited about it. I'll definitely let you know where you can find them online as you know, by Thursday or whatever. But if you want to try to find them earlier, all I ever do is type in the name of the movie and the date and then in Google and Google will say watch movie and it'll list all the different places that you can watch it that's pretty much how I do it but every now and then you can sometimes find them like located in Tubi and stuff and all of these random places so but yeah I'm looking forward to those I think that'll be fun
0: I've never seen them so
1: yeah so it's Let's gonna be it. it's gonna be interesting uh, new episode next week so I hope you guys will join us really appreciate your support and as always Long
0: live the point.